Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. (laughs) This, my friends, is episode number 461, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And right here at the front of the show, I've got to just be authentic and transparent with you and tell you that if it were not for my commitment, where I said in 2016, I promise you, I am making a commitment that you will have a new episode every single Friday by 5 a.m. If it were not for that commitment, this week would be an episode, would be one of those weeks where you probably just wouldn't hear from me. A lot of great things are happening here in the business, been very productive, very busy, but just a lot of things going on, and this is one of those nights where, to be honest with you, I'd much rather be upstairs laying in bed uh, and not recording a podcast, but I'm so thankful that I made this commitment to you guys, and if there's anything I can reiterate to you over and over again, it's the importance of consistency. You see, one of the things that I know is that there are thousands of people every single week that when I produce a new episode, thousands of people are listening to the episode within 24 to 48 24 to 48 hours of me releasing it, which is mind-blowing. And by the way, even if it were just a few hundred people, I would definitely still feel the same compulsion and desire to maintain that commitment. I would still make that commitment and maintain that commitment because I think there's so much value in having the attention of so many people who look forward to your content and where if you were to miss, that all of a sudden you get 50, 60, 70 emails saying, Cliff, it's been more than 24 hours since you know your episodes normally come out. Where's it at? And you know, that's a really awesome thing to have. And of course, I don't want to have to have that those emails coming in. I don't want to let my community down. And, you know, I say this as a podcast listener myself. I'm very thankful to my great friend, Father Roderick Von Hogan, who has recently spent the last week in Krakow in Poland uh, for World Youth Day for the Catholic Church. And uh, not only that, but he had he's already back from that. And he's got just a very short period of time back at home in the Netherlands. And then he's leaving, I think, for 10 days. He's going to vacation in the Highlands of Scotland, which, totally jealous. I absolutely love the Highlands of Scotland. And yeah, he's going to be there over the next 10 days. And what I love about the fact that uh, what he's done this time is he pre-recorded a lot of content before leaving for Poland. And it is just so awesome to be able to consistently tune in on the regular days when I would normally expect a new episode of two of his podcasts, they're still being released. And I, it, just makes, it just makes life awesome because Father Roderick is a part of my life. He's somebody who I consistently look to for positive mindset and just an awesome way of viewing the world and is just passion and joy for the different things that he's excited about. It just gets me excited, fires me up, fuels me up. And there have been times in the past where my wonderful friend Father Roderick has kind of gone missing off of the face of the earth for as many as sometimes two, three, and four weeks at a time uh, over the past year. And obviously, he's had plenty of things going on, lots of different things. His schedule has been crazy from time to time. And I certainly understand it. I've had times in my past where I have been inconsistent in the process production of my show. But I will tell you this, that when he was missing, 
because he had become a weekly part of my show and or my life, his shows are approximately an hour apiece, and I subscribe to two of his shows. His two shows are the top two podcasts in my lineup. Father Roderick has the number one position and the number two position of shows that I listen to every single week. And by the way, if you are relatively new and you want to know what those shows are, they're called The Break with Father Roderick and The Walk with Father Roderick. And you can look those up in iTunes if you want. A keyword that you can just look up is SQPN. It would probably pull up under that. Or if you just search for the keywords The Break or the walk and look for Father Roderick. You'll find those shows. Those are those are my top two. But I will tell you because he's there. He's he's two hours of my life every week that I'm listening to. And when he's gone for three or four weeks, my life is different. And and it's it's weird how it happens. But and I realize the same opportunity is there for me to to be a part of so many people's lives. It kind of still blows my mind how many people listen to my voice every single week. I get emails and have conversations with people to face to face and you know it's it's weird sometimes that we as podcasters we can just think of the number of people we, you know we look at our statistics every now and then some of you more than others uh, but <laughs> so we look at our statistics every now and then we see how many people are downloading and it just seems like a number you know and it, and sometimes it's a pretty impressive number and 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 we think that that's pretty awesome but in reality, sometimes it's it's like I come across somebody that I know and respect, and I'm and they tell me, "Hey, Cliff, I, I love your show. I listen to it every week." And I'm like, "Really? You listen to my show every week? Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" And and it, and I don't know why that shocks me or surprises me, but sometimes I'm just like, "Oh wow, what an honor that you listen to my show." And yeah, so I I I want to keep up the commitment. I'm so thrilled that I made the commitment back at the beginning of this year that you would get a new episode every single Friday. If you are not committed to a production schedule, man, let me just encourage you to do that. That that's there there's the first point, the first big uh thing that I want to share in this week's episode. Now, I'm going to be sharing a couple other things. I do have an outline of some topics here that I'm going to share with you. They're not in any sort of order of importance of like how I rank them as far as importance or anything like that. They're just random things. Not going to do any editing on this week's podcast episode. If I blurb or mess up and I say, here's the deal 15 times, not going to edit any of that out because honestly, I want to get this show out and I want to go up and go to bed. I've been working hard. I've been to the gym every night this week. So yeah, I'm I'm ready to to go rest and relax after I'm doing this one. But the next topic I want to share with you is that recently I hosted a free webinar on the 12 common mistakes that podcasters make. And I hosted this via a Facebook live stream on my own personal profile on Facebook. I had set up, by the way, if you haven't thought about this yet, this is something that I did and it's been very successful for me personally. You can fire up a live stream on Facebook anytime you want. You just open up your mobile app and you click to add a status update. There should be a little button in there that says you can create a live broadcast or a live stream on Facebook and you can be broadcasting live to your audience. Now, you can do that anytime you want, but one of the things I want to recommend first is that you consider scheduling one of these. You, you let your audience know ahead of time, hey, in three days from now, or hey, in two days from now, or hey, tomorrow at this time, I'm going to fire up a live stream about this topic. And that way people can prepare for it. They can put it on their calendar or whatever the case may be. Now, you've probably heard that advice 
several times from a lot of other people. And it just makes a lot of sense to let your audience know when you're going to fire up a live stream so that they can plan to be a participant in the live stream while you're actually live. Now, the thing that I did that may be unique, and I don't see a lot of other people doing it, but also if you go to facebook.com slash events, and, or is it facebook.com slash event? Try both of them, one of them will work. It'll take you to their events page, and you can create an event for people to RSVP to. Now, what I did is I created an event called, you know, live, you know, free webinar, 12 common mistakes podcasters make. And I chose the date and time that I was gonna host it. And it says, the, you know, when it asks you for the location, I literally put the URL, podcastanswerman.com slash mistakes or whatever. I, I, I can't remember what I put in, but I, I put where it would actually link them to my profile or where after the, pro, after the video was done, it would actually take them to, uh, the the replay. So the location was in there as as a hyperlink that would take them to my profile before the event and then after the event I linked it to the actual replay. And then I what I did is I used the tool that allowed me to invite my friends. And I went into, you can actually sort your friends by the people who are your quote unquote close friends on Facebook. And that shows you the people you engage with the most. And I invited all of those people. And I I went through and I invited some other people out of some different groups that I'm a part of. And, and so you can sort through all your friends. And I think you can invite up to, and I, I don't remember, but I may have invited uh, how many people did I, it doesn't matter. I, I, maybe it's a few hundred people you can invite. And I, I invited all the way up to the limit that it would allow me to invite. But what happens is people were able to say, yes, I'm attending or I'm interested in the event or, you know, whatever the case may be, or they can just decline. And what happens is when it comes time for your event, it reminds them that, hey, this is coming up and I marked, yes, I'm attending or I marked that I was interested in this. And so now it's notifying them when that is coming up. And and also it lets you know who all is coming. And it's really a cool way to do Facebook live streams. But anyway, I did this live stream and shared. It was about an hour in length. I did 45 minutes of presentation where I shared the 12 common mistakes that are made by podcasters. This is brand new podcasters, but also existing podcasters. In fact, of the 12 mistakes that I shared, I'm guilty of the first 11. And not just one time, but multiple times throughout my podcasting career. And sometimes even still today, I, I, I kind of get caught up in some of these other little things that I shared. But these are 12 common mistakes that podcasters make. And if you're interested in watching the replay, which is available by available right now on my website, after you finish doing a live stream on Facebook, you instantly have the replay. It's not like you have to upload it. I mean, it, it like as soon as you hit stop on the live stream, instantly the replay is available. And the cool thing is, is that you can actually grab some embed code from Facebook and you can embed it as a blog post on your website. And so if you wanna see the replay of the 12 common mistakes, the webinar that I did, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash mistakes. And there's a good chance that if you're a podcaster, you're probably making one of these 12 mistakes. And if you are, I bet you you could take your podcasting efforts to the next level. So I just wanted to let you know that that is out there. So that's item number two. Item number three, I wanna tell you about a new podcast that I have subscribed to. I just received an email on August 3rd, which for me was yesterday, 
And it says, Cliff, my name is Dan, and I co-produce a podcast drama called Archive 81. Since we launched the show in April, we've been downloaded over 500,000 times. We've been featured in The Daily Dot, The Guardian, Wired, The AV Club, and the iTunes homepage. Now, he had told me that he and his uh, co-producers were fans of my show, and he wanted to be wanted to know if I was interested in maybe having him and his co-producer on my show to talk about the production and what goes into creating a fiction audio drama. And now, here's the deal. First and foremost, I get tons of people who invite themselves onto my podcast, and I, you know, it's not necessarily my favorite thing to have happen because it, I'm not usually looking for people to invite onto my show. I typically usually only invite people that I have longstanding relationships with, people that I know that I gel with, that have good conversational uh, flow with, and and or somebody that I know their story, and, and their story has had such a profound impact in my life and, and is such an encouragement to me that I know that it would be a good fit for everyone else. And so I like to be the one who instigates those. But every now and then, there's a time when, you know, hey, there's an exception to the rule. So here's what I told Dan, though. I responded to his email, and I said, Dan, thanks for reaching out. I'm currently not looking for guests on the show. However, I just want to let you know, I checked out your website. I've gone in, and I've subscribed to your podcast. I will try it out when I get a, get some free time, and if I, if I like it, and I feel that having you on this show would be a good fit for my audience, I will then reach out to you. Now, that's the last thing I've said to him. He he wrote back and he says, "Wow, I'm just honored that you subscribe to the show, and that's cool." He was very cool about the fact that you know, I, you know, I wasn't just immediately jumping at the chance to have an, another person that I'm not aware of who they are on the show. He was very respectful of that. Totally understood where I was coming from, and I loved his approach. But here's the deal: I, I, I here's the deal. I got to get rid of that catchphrase. You know. Side note, <laughs> topic 3.5, and I'll come back to topic three, I promise. But uh, topic 3.5 is that, man, I'm really tired of having new catchphrases that come up. That For the longest time, I had, to be honest with you, I'm like, wait a second, when am I lying to my audience? Where is the need for me to say, to be honest? Or, But right, lately, it's, here's the deal. And and I was recently that was pointed out to me. Somebody had listened to the the webinar, the live stream that I did on Facebook, and they said, "Cliff, your middle name should be here's the it's here's Cliff here's the deal Ravenscraft." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're so right. Ah, oh, man. Anyway, I want to stop saying here's the deal, and I need to find some way of keeping myself from doing that. But anyway, going back and to topic number three, archive eighty one. That's the name of this podcast. I checked it out after seeing his email, or actually before responding to his email. To I mean, I wanted to actually check it out to see if I was going to subscribe to it. I would not tell you, hey, I'm going to subscribe to your show and check it out if I get some time. I'm not going to tell you that if I haven't actually subscribed to your podcast and have plans to check it out. But here's the here's what I want to tell you. Uh, but here's the deal. Yep, that's the one. Uh, but I did go to archive81.com. I encourage you to do the same. And it it was, uh, I just went in and it says, three months ago, Daniel Powell vanished. These are the tapes he sent me. If you know anything, please contact me at archive81podcast at gmail.com. New episodes will be released every other Wednesday. And then below that, I see a bunch of embedded audio players from SoundCloud. And so I clicked on one of them and 
jumped into the middle of an episode and I and I just listened to it for a second. And I noticed that this is extremely, highly well-produced, amazing audio drama. So much so that it reminds me of this thing called the Bradbury Bradbury 13. Ray Bradbury uh, was an amazing uh, science fiction novelist, art, you know, author. He wrote some amazing short stories. And some of these have been dramatized. There's this thing called the Bradbury 13, and I believe it's even available on on Audible these days. In fact, I, I think I used one of my credits to get the Bradbury 13 series because I loved this so much when I was a kid. My my real dad, my biological dad, when I was a kid, bought me these tapes, the Bradbury 13 on cassette tapes, and they're really highly produced audio dramas where every character is played by a voice actor and as they're doing things you know you hear the sound effects of everything like every every door the atmosphere of the room is actually in there as a sound um, the ruffling rustling of feet on as they're walking I mean every little sound is actually produced and put into the show so that if you just put your headphones on and close your eyes it's literally like you're seeing the story in your mind. And Archive 81 is absolutely just as awesome as far as its production value as the Bradbury 13. And my friends, that is a high praise for me, all right? It is high praise for me. And I will say that I subscribed to the podcast yesterday. I started listening to it this morning. Now, there are nine episodes as of the time I'm recording this. And each episode is approximately 15 to 20 minutes. So uh, 15 to 20 minutes each. And today I listened to all nine episodes. All nine of them. And I want more. In fact, I have to wait probably about a week or a week and a half before I get the final episode of the first season, which will be episode number 10. And who knows how long I'm going to have to wait until... For, for season two, but uh, totally wonderful story, and what I'll do is I'm going to play for you the trailer of this, uh, it, it's a teaser, he did an episode zero, which is a teaser, and I'm going to just play that for you right here, right now. It is my great privilege to welcome you to the private collection of one Mrs. Cassandra Wall. As I am unfortunately unavailable to escort you through the exhibit, this tape should serve as a useful guide to the objects contained within. Check. Check. Testing. Okay, we're good. And this is the tape library, archive 73 through 92, though you'll just be focusing on 81. Series of interviews in a high-rise apartment building, all from the mid No one can quite pinpoint exactly when it went on. It's just another place, you know. Not terrible, not great. Audio of 14th floor hallway. Please. Please, no. This place, it's not normal. You wouldn't understand why. This song isn't close to being finished, but when it is, it'll be beautiful. And true. It'll change the world. to get to the bottom of something that's beyond anything. We're ants trying to understand the face of a god. 
Before my friend Dan disappeared, he sent me this audio, hours and hours of it. Since no one's been able to help me find him, I'll be releasing it via podcast, a new episode every two weeks. If you know anything about what's happened to Dan, email me at archive81podcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, archive81.com, or get the word out there by following us on Twitter, at archive81, and by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Stay tuned. There's, There's a lot more. All right, so there you go. That's the trailer teaser for this podcast. And it is an audio drama that is kind of a, you know, a mystery thriller, if you will. Some people who have uh, done some ratings in iTunes, I see where they say it's it's really scary. And you know what? It's, it's just a great story so far. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Totally captured my attention. Even more than... The serial drama podcast. Of course, obviously, serial is is not necessarily a fiction story, but it 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 captured my attention and my desire to want to binge listen listen like the serial podcast did when I first enjoyed that. So, if you enjoyed serial and you found yourself binging on that, my guess is that you'll probably enjoy Archive eighty one. And I'm not being paid to say this. Matter of fact, I haven't even written Daniel back to tell him that I have listened to every exa- every currently available episode out there, uh, but and, and that I was going to talk to him, talk about it here in the podcast. But yeah, it is incredible. I I feel like I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you to immediately search for Archive eighty one in your podcast directories and subscribe to this show. I think you'll thank me for it. So there you go. And by the way, the the story is well. I don't want to give anything away, but if if, if you ever watched the TV show Six 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 Park Avenue, was a very cool little television series on I think ABC had Terry O'Quinn in it, and it was it it, it kind of has the vibe. The story has the vibe of this high rise apartment complex in New York City that has some kind of mysterious qualities to it and I I won't say anything more than that really awesome show I hope you check it out and I think that you'll enjoy it all right next thing on my topic here number four we will share with you some LinkedIn feedback this is something that I am so glad that I checked my LinkedIn inbox today because I got an email that was very encouraging from Asa Armin and this is what he wrote. He says, Cliff, thank you so much for adding me here on Face or on LinkedIn. I first got to know you when you were giving a talk to SQPN about podcasting, either late 2011 or early 2012. I'm not a member of SQPN myself, but Jeff Nielsen is a great personal friend of mine. Thanks for all the education and memories all these last few years. Where I really connected with you was those episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life where you would share your very personal struggles. I was never interested in starting a podcast, but I follow you nevertheless because you personally inspired me. So that is so awesome. And and by the way, this, this message on LinkedIn just encouraged me in so many different ways and it inspired a bunch of thoughts. And, and there are some things as, a re, as it relates to this 
message that I received on LinkedIn that I felt like, you know, I want to share this with you guys. And so I reached out to Asa and I said, you know, do you mind if I share this in the podcast? I'm happy to leave your name out or share your name. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. And uh, he wrote back and I'm going to read to you what he said because his email to me, you know, we actually moved it over to email and he wrote me because Cliff, sure, you can talk about the feedback on the show. I don't mind at all. It's a good way to demonstrate to podcasters that number one, people can listen to you and hang out in the shadows for years before they get in touch. Now, I want to linger on that for just a moment. If I go to podcastanswerman.com slash keynote, that is instantly going to take me to episode 275 of Podcast Answer Man, which is the name of this show previously. Today, it's called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, but it used to be called Podcast Answer Man. And I'm looking right here. I did that keynote for the Catholic New Media Conference for Father Roderick. Just so happens, you know, everything comes full circle here. We talked about Father Roderick earlier. But um, anyway, Father Roderick had invited me to come be the keynote speaker for the Catholic New Media Conference. And this was September 2012. So basically, Asa had heard me at that conference give a speech, and ever since then, he has been listening to my shows. He's been following me online ever since. Not only that, but he has, uh, he, he listened to all of the Pursuing a Balanced Life from that period of time, all the way up through today, and I did confirm he is now subscribed to the Cliff Ravenscraft show, even though he's not interested in podcasting, which we'll get to that in just a second. But he's been listening to me now, let's see, it's September, so let's, it's almost September of this year, so 13, 14, 15, 16, four years. This guy has been listening to me every single week, every week, for four years, and this is the first time I've ever heard anything from him. How crazy is that? So again, point number one, there are, there's the reality that there are people who are hearing you. They're hanging out in the shadows for years before they ever get in touch with you. And actually, some of the folks that are out there, and, and this is, here's the thing. I noticed at least that wasn't here's the deal, right? But the reality is that, and I, you know what? I say the reality is a lot too. I'm trying to catch all of these catchphrases. I'm, I'm trying to eliminate those things. But anyway, the fact is, is that <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm always going to come up with something new. How do you say those things instead of saying them? I have to think that one through consciously. All right. But with thousands upon thousands of people who have listened to Podcast Answerman, there's obviously a lot of people who have been listening for a very long time who have never reached out, who have never told me that they're out there listening, who have never explained to me how they first found out about my show, who have never written me a single email, who have never left a comment on a social media post, who have never left a comment on a blog, who have never contacted me in any way, shape, or form, but have been listening to me for years. And that's crazy for me to think of. You know, it's like, wow, but if, but it has to be true. And, and I know that that's true. And I'm so thankful that I did connect with Asa today and, and looking forward to even getting to know him over time. And, and I'm glad that he's no longer a lurker in the community, but we're actually in contact with each other. And he now knows the best way to reach me is via email. If anybody out there wants to let me know, you've been listening to me for years or months and you've never reached out, you never just said hi or anything like that, I just want to let you know, I love to hear from you. I love to hear how this show is is inspiring you, if it's encouraging you, if it's 
benefiting you in any way. You know, those little tiny notes to just say, hey, thanks for the content that you create. It's really having a, a positive impact in my life. I, I can't tell you. that For me, that that's just as important as any money that I make from the business ventures that I do. I, I really do mean that. It, it my, my greatest goal in life is to contribute to other people's lives, to benefit other people's lives. Certainly, I want to make plenty of money. I want to meet the financial needs of my family. I want to meet enough, make enough money to, to kind of achieve some of the goals that I have in life and, and my mission in this world. But I, I tell you, so much of my mission and what drives me is I want to have a positive and powerful influence and impact in people's lives. I want to I want to entertain you, I want to educate you, I want to encourage you and I want to inspire you. Every single one of you, I want to encourage you to become more of the person you were created to be. And and I want to do that by being an example of of trying to do that in my own life and 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 many times even accomplishing that in my own life. And so, if you're out there, let me know, but Asa did and he wanted me to tell you guys that hey, just know this, as podcasters, there are probably people out there in the shadows who are listening for years and may have never gotten in touch with you. And who knows, they might just pop up one day like Asa did. All right. He said number 2, you don't always connect with people on the subject of pod Oh, you know what? I just accidentally closed out my iPad. All right, so he says, and I just did it again. I'm holding my iPad upside down because I have it plugged into power. I can unplug it from power and that way it won't shut off on me in the middle of reading Ace's email here. Okay, he says, number two, you don't always connect with people on the subject of podcasts. Sometimes people connect with you because of something personal you have shared about your life. He says, similar to why Michael Hyatt listens to you, not just for the podcasting and technical advice, but because you inspire him. All right, so, and you've probably heard me play that clip from Michael Hyatt several times in the past, uh, but Michael Hyatt listens to the show on a regular basis, and one of the things he said uh, to me, and I've actually, you know, he said it in a conversation with me in my podcast, he says, Cliff, the reason I listen to your show isn't for all the technical information. I listen to your show just because of the way you think, uh, the way you process and share your life, it, it, I just find you encouraging. And so I love that. And and that's why Asa listens. And, and basically what he's saying is that, number one, people might be in the shadows for years and you don't even know that they're out there. Keep podcasting. They're listening. You're having an impact in their lives. And number two, he's saying that, you know what? You may have a target audience and you may think that this is the value that people are getting out of your show. But there are some people who might just be listening to your show, not because they want to do whatever it is your business is or the purpose of your show is. There are some people who just listen to you because of you and and the way that you communicate. And I want to encourage some of you folks out there to, to think about bringing hope and encouragement and positivity and and just joy to the content that you're creating. Have fun with it. And I will tell you, I'm drawn to podcasts of, of producers who are having fun in life, who are enjoying life, who have a positive outlook on life. And yeah, that's good stuff. But Asa, I'm so glad that you're out there. And the other thing that he got me to thinking of is the fact that he says, you know, one of the things that initially really connected him to me and, and to one, making him want to follow is, is that in my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast, I would oftentimes share some pretty personal, very personal struggles, things where things aren't always going 
as great as I, I would like. And I, I've shared so many things in that podcast uh, called Pursuing a Balanced Life that most people would just, <laughs> they would never sh- say out loud. And and I've made it a, a, a history, a, a, a part of who I am to just be authentic and transparent with my audience and to share that. And you know, the interesting thing is that you know, I, I kind of miss pursuing a balanced life in some ways because I don't just get behind the microphone and just riff on what's going on in life. And sometimes I wonder if, you know, gaining a certain level of success and I'm wondering if when you are trying to, uh, when when people are paying, you know, top dollar to hire you to be a mentor and a coach and stuff like that, I wonder if sometimes in my own mind, I'm thinking that there's this expectation that I've got all my stuff together, that I don't necessarily run into the same struggles that I once did. It's okay that I've had those struggles in the past, that there have been times when, oh my gosh, I've got a podcasting A to Z course coming up, I've been on vacation, I'm coming back, and normally podcasting A to Z has 20 to 30 students, no problem at all, but my podcasting A to Z course starts in you know just 13 days from now and only two people are signed up, and it's really freaking me out because financially, I need this to actually have a minimum of 20 students, and I was hoping that I'd have you know up to 30 and I would share those kind of things and it's like this is a big deal and in fact there is times it's like well and this is why I have an emergency fund and I'm thankful that we're not you know that we are debt free and that we do have at least three months of income because this there's a real chance that uh, when it comes time to do the bills uh, there's a good chance that I'm not going to have enough money in the account this month to pay me a paycheck it's going to have enough money just to cover the overhead of the business but I'm not getting the paycheck this month and and so I feel like in a way it's been okay for me to share those things in the past, but at this point in my vent in my business, I I sometimes wonder well if I experience those kind of struggles today, does that kind of you know put a dent in people's confidence in who I am and and what I offer as as a mentor and a business coach and things like that? But you know what I wonder if that's just not. Some, I wonder if that's just a story I'm telling myself in my head. Is is it a reality that at this point, you know, ten years into my business, I have all the answers, and now I've I've made all the mistakes, and and now today I don't experience those same things every every now and then. And so with that, I just want to say that interestingly enough, I just launched my twenty sixth session of podcasting A to Z. And I normally have 20 to 30 students who go through it. And I've actually designed my my financial plan of my business based upon 20 to 30 students. And well, this 26th session of Podcasting A to Z just launched. And I, and I don't want to say that I only have because I don't like that language. I am very blessed and privileged and honored to be working with 13 truly amazing human beings who are going to launch shows that are going to have a wonderful, powerful, and positive impact in this world. I'm absolutely thrilled and excited about that. But it's 13. It's not 20. Now, I will tell you that that puts a little bit of a financial pressure on me even today. Now, my business... You know, very successful business generates a lot more money than I ever dreamed possible five, ten years ago. There's no question about that. Thankfully, my wife and I, as our income has increased over the years, we've, you know, upped our emergency fund and there's buffers there. 
But, you know, I'm just going to be up front and transparent and tell you that, well, because there are 13 and not, let's say, 25 students in podcasting A to Z in this session, that when it came time, there was the possibility of paying myself a paycheck, but just putting us right into the red in the area. Well, this this month, this past month in July, at the end of July for our August income that we rely on, we took it out of the emergency fund. You know, it's just a reality of what things are like at this point in time. And I'm doing things I believe that, I actually believe I know why there were only 13. I I know that I'm still coming back and, and bouncing back from the fact that I took most of 2015 off to focus on my health and fitness. Obviously, there's been a quite a bit of, you know, deciding what is my focus in my business over this past year. I've, I've deemed 2015 was the year of fitness and boy, did I get that under control. And, and I'm, I'm glad to say that that's still my number one priority. I've been working out six days a week. In fact, I've even taken my strength training right now currently to five days a week. So things are rock solid in the health and fitness area because of that focus. And I don't regret it whatsoever. Uh, but And then, of course, I deemed 2016 the year of identity. There was the first few months of this year where I was wondering, you know, I wonder if I'm actually even going to one day step out of this brand, the podcast Answer Man, you know, and, and there, you know, I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to move into more of a mentoring, you know, uh, motivational speaker, or am I going to be a life and career coach? And I wonder if if maybe the, the brand podcast Answer Man might Quote, quote unquote uh, pigeonhole me in or box me in what's the word we, we used it when I talked with uh, wh- what do you call it when an actor is is uh, set in a role and, and and they man it's it's just not coming to me right now I know that you know what I'm talking about but the typecasted I, am I going to be typecasted by podcast answer man is anybody ever going to think of, that I have anything to offer of value outside of technical podcasting advice because well I I, I have a desire to share more than that and well, uh, over the course of the first few months of this year, I've shared very openly that that's been a, you know, I, I wonder how committed am I to always being known as the podcast answer man? Well, thankfully, I've found a way in in my mind to kind of where to to be very happy with the fact that, you know what, podcast answer man is my brand. It is my professional identity. And I believe that keeping it for years to come is going to be a benefit to the additional work and the additional uh, things that I offer to people. And it's going to be how people first come to know me, but then they realize that I have much more to offer, just like it has happened. In fact, I I shared a few months ago in a podcast, I said, hey guys, I'm going to offer some mentoring calls, one-on-one, I'm not, the, not one-on-one for technical consulting. I only do that through podcasting A to Z. But a couple months ago, I said, I'm going to do some one-on-one coaching calls. If you want to brainstorm some business idea or maybe something in your life that you need to take to the next level, you're having some trouble meeting some goals, you just need somebody to, for brainstorming, accountability, some encouragement, some inspiration. If you need something like that, I can be that for you. I'd love to be that for you. And I offered it. Initially, I did. I was offering some one-on-one calls uh, for $300 for an hour. And, you know, we could just schedule one if you wanted to. And I had a bunch of people took, take me up on that. They went really well. And then I devised a $3,500 
uh, package where I said, you know what, it, for $3,500, this is the only way I'm offering this at this point, but for $3,500, you get one hour a week with me on the phone or via Skype, one hour a week, every week for three months. And I've had some folks take me up on that and it's going extremely well. And the fact that, it, matter of fact, all of these people that have hired me for those things first found me through my podcasting stuff. And it's through the podcast and everything else and through my existing brand of Podcast Answerman that they do recognize that I have more to offer. And so I, my identity is all taken care of. Podcast Answerman, podcasting, teaching people how to podcast, that, that's here to stay for quite some time. There's no question about that. But here's the other thing that has been off during this year of fitness and the first part of this year or the year of identity. I have not been doing very much to market myself as the podcast answer man <laughs> for obvious reasons. For a whole year, that just wasn't my focus. And, and I was focused on health and fitness and I just wanted to do the bare minimum in my business to get by so that I could really put all of my time, effort, and energy in my health and fitness, and that's what I did in 2015, and my business th thrived through that, but it was, you know, it was just podcasting A to Z, a couple sessions, and that's all I did, and the rest of the year was fitness and family travel, and it was awesome, loved 2015, and well, one of the things that I used to do all the time was podcast inter interviews, and I, over the past year and a half, I haven't done Hardly any at all. I mean, maybe 10 over the last 18 months. That's what it was until two weeks ago. And so I get tons of people as a result of the number of people I've helped launch a podcast. Personally, one-on-one -on -one through A to Z. Then, you know, I mean, we're talking many thousands of people have launched a podcast as a result of the, the materials that I have available or working with me. And so I had a waiting list of more than 60 people who wanted to interview me on their podcast. And two weeks ago, I did 25 podcast interviews within a two-week period of time. And, well, I happen to know that those are going to be the things that lead people to first come check out my show. They'll see my website. They'll see the resources that I have available. And, yes, many of those people will eventually end up in a podcasting A to Z course. The thing is, though, is I just started that two weeks ago, and so it, it, I have, I've, basically, I've kind of let the, I, I hate the word sales funnel, but, you know, there haven't been as many people coming into the sales funnel. It's just all been organic. I haven't done anything to kind of really intentionally make that, that big push for new people to come to know who I am for the very first time until I just did these recent 25 podcast interviews, and by the way, I plan on between now and December of this year, I will probably do another 50 to 60 podcast interviews. In fact, if you're listening to my voice right now and you have a podcast and you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast, I'd be happy to do it. And by the way, it doesn't matter to me if you have 10 subscribers or 10,000 subscribers or 110,000 subscribers. If you have a podcast and you'd like to have me as a guest on your show, uh, the things that I'd like to talk about are we can talk about podcasting, we can talk about entrepreneurial, small business, you know, how I've grown the business that I have today. We can talk about faith and, and family and business. We can talk about health and business. Those are the kinds of things that I prefer to talk about. And, you know, ideally, and it's not a requirement, but I would love it if we could potentially mention that I have a podcasting A to Z course. Even if your show isn't, there's always, no matter who your audience is, there's going to be a couple people in your audience that would think, wow, you know what, I've, 
I've enjoyed so many different podcasts. Maybe I should create my own. I'm going to check out what Cliff has to offer. Yeah, If we could mention Podcasting Aid as again an interview, that would be really cool. But it's not a requirement for me to do an interview with you. In fact, of the 25 interviews that I did, I make notes after every interview. I write down all the all of my feelings about how that interview went and 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 what we covered, what we discussed in that interview so that I can kind of remember what that how that interview went when I go to share it on my Facebook profile saying, "Hey, thanks to this person for for having me as a guest on their show and putting a link to it to the thousands of people who are connected with me on Facebook." I I kind of do that as a as a way of saying thank you to those people who did interview me. And one of the things that I write down in my notes, did we promote did we promote podcasting A to Z? And of the 25 interviews that I did, uh, only 13 of them actually gave me the opportunity to promote podcasting A to Z. And am I upset about that? Not at all. Because all 25 of those interviews gave me the opportunity to let me share me. That That's the real goal. To share me, to share my story, to bring entertainment, education, encouragement, and inspiration in whatever way benefits their audience in the way that the host of that show wanted it. And the reality is that many of those people are going to say, wow, I really like the way that that guy just shares authentically who he is, what he's got going, what his experiences have been. And you know what? They're going to come check out my show. Some of them are going to come out and check out my show. Even if we didn't mention podcasting ADSD, some of them are going to mention or come out and check my show. And guess what? Every single episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show, what am I always talking about? podcasting A to Z. That's right. And so it all works out in the end one way or the other. So yeah. Where was I going with all of this? LinkedIn feedback struggles. So yeah, you know, here's what I want to just say. Uh, I have a very successful business and there are still things that I know that I need to do. And one of the things that I'm getting very intentional about is, is really getting back, back out there and intentionally getting in front of new audiences. And I will tell you, for me, I have found the fastest way to grow my audience, the fastest way for me to grow my audience is to be a guest on other people's podcasts, particularly shows that have the same relative target audience that I personally want to reach as well. So, yeah, that, that that's one of the things that I'm doing, and I fully anticipate as a result of that I'm going to see a lot of uptake. The other thing that I had stopped doing is, and something that I used to do that would just bring up random people that came across me as I was broadcasting live. So I used to broadcast live as I was recording my podcast, and as a result of that, people would say, oh my gosh, Cliff has this podcast about podcasting. I had no idea, and they would check it out, and and eventually some of those people would eventually end up in through a, a process of saying, you know, I'd like to hire you. I'd like to be a part of your A to Z course. I'd like to buy your equipment or whatever the case may be. I'd buy, like to buy a couple digital tutorials from you from your website. So, I, you know, I hadn't done that in a long time. And so recently, and I, by the way, I don't want to get back to broadcasting the show live as I'm recording. At least I don't think that I do right now. And I'm very happy for the fact that I'm pre-recording this by myself without a live audience. That 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 is something I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not going to go back to broadcasting live as I'm recording the podcast. But man, I am loving these live streams. I love to fire up a Periscope, and I love to to fire up a Facebook live stream. Actually, I prefer Facebook live stream right now. It's really awesome. 
I used to do, I used uh, YouTube Live a couple times. I've used Ustream in the past, but Facebook Live is where it's at. And so you'll see me doing a lot more of that. And not only that, but I've got some other things I shared previously in, in a previous episode a couple weeks ago, the things that I'm going to be focusing on in my business to take it to the next level. And so, yeah, authentically, I just want to share that uh, as successful as my business is now, and by the way, my business generates more money now than I ever dreamed possible five, 10 years ago. But, you know, as as your income goes up, your cost of living goes up, the things that your family gets used to doing goes up and all those other things. And and yeah, well, we put our I put myself in a position by not focusing on the other things that are going to continue to fuel that that income. I, I, I kind of let some things go through the wayside. And so, yeah, I have 13 instead of 20 to 35 students in this current section session of podcasting AZ. But still, you know, that's that's you know, 13 students where most of them have paid $2,000 to be in the course, still pretty darn awesome. And I'm, it's not something you're going to hear me complain about, but it is a struggle in that uh, I had to dip into the emergency fund this month. You know, here I am, you know, 11 years into to all of this stuff. And yeah, that still happens from time to time. And I, as far as I know, it's still part of the entrepreneurial journey. I, yeah, there are some of my friends who have it more together than I do financially and and they have well-oiled machines, sales funnels that you know just seem to automate the process. And at least to me, from the outside, it looks like they never have to dip into an emergency fund. They never have a, you know, some of my friends who have, you know, 20, 30 employees, it seems like they never have any, you know, time in their life where they wonder if they're gonna be able to meet payroll for all their employees. Uh, maybe they do and they just never talk about it. And I was, I would assume that that might be the case for some people. Um, but you never know if nobody talks about it, right? You just assume that everybody's doing hunky-dory awesome. And by the way, I'm doing hunky-dory awesome. But it's, you know, it, yeah, it it is what it is, you know? But I prepared for it. That's the other thing I want to tell you is that, yeah, I, I didn't write myself a paycheck last month. Um, I, I By the way, I could have written myself a paycheck for about, you know, three-fourths of what I normally would. But now we just... Yeah, you know what? We'll just take, we will cover what would normally come in, net income from the paycheck. We'll pull that out of the emergency fund. And I even still have two more months of that available to me if necessary, although I doubt that I'll need it with what I'll be doing. My guess is that I'm going to have probably about 30, 35 students in the October session of Podcasting A to Z, which, by the way, my next session of Podcasting A to Z starts on Monday, October 3rd, I think. So if you want to join me for that, um, I still, as I'm recording this, have not closed out the the shopping cart for the August session. So if you want to join me for October, you can go to podcastingatoz.com. Even though it says the next session starts August 1st, uh, you can still go ahead and rep- uh, uh, sign up and it'll I'll put you into the October session. Uh, but I'll hopefully have that done by, well, uh, well tomorrow, <laughs> the third uh, Friday the 5th of August. So that's my goal is to get that uh, closed down and open up the shopping cart for the next session. Yeah. And and another thing is I want to I'm going to schedule the rest of those interviews on my to do list uh, or on my my waiting list for interviews. And yeah, all that good stuff. Oh, by the way, I just want to say a little frustrating thing. LinkedIn. (laughs) Does anybody else get frustrated by the LinkedIn inbox? The fact that you can't archive messages and all you can do is more, that you've got read or unread. 
and then you have the ability to delete a message. And if you respond to somebody's message and then you delete it, does that actually delete your response to them or do you have to, I mean, how does that work? I have no idea. But there's no archive. You can't just archive messages and you can't even delete them in bulk. And so what happens when they switch this new inbox, all of a sudden I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of private messages in an inbox going all the way back to when I first started using LinkedIn. And a majority of the LinkedIn messages are spam. There are people that are just spamming me. They're, you know, it, it's like they're using it as if they're I'm on their newsletter list and I'm not. And, and and most of it's there. And you know, it's just by luck that I finally decided to jump in there real quick today to see if, you know, see what was in my LinkedIn inbox. And I got that message from Asa. And I'm so glad I did. Um, but yeah, LinkedIn is a is a mess. It's a nightmare. And I hate the private inbox there. By the way, I feel the same way about Facebook, but at least Facebook allows me to archive messages and I can just let them build up in my inbox and once a month I go into Facebook and read the private messages and try to clear them out and and uh, I archive them, but at least I know that they're archived and not deleted. It's kind of like Gmail in that way, which is cool. Uh, and yeah, but man, LinkedIn, I, it's, it, I, don't, I just wonder, is there any way to mass delete every single message? Uh, is there a way to just declare... LinkedIn, you know, inbox or whatever, mail in bankruptcy. I just want to completely just delete everything. Oh, and I wish they would allow you to archive it, but I just want to delete everything. And then I just want to be able to keep up with it, you know, every couple of weeks, maybe once a month, get in there and just read everything. Make sure I'm not missing anything. By the way, if any of you are connected with me on LinkedIn or Facebook and you've sent me a message within the last several months or even the last several years, if you've sent me a message via a private message on Facebook or private message on LinkedIn and I've not responded to you, just send me an email at cliff at podcastanswerman.com. You know what? I think I've shared enough in this episode. I know it's random. It's all over the place. Uh, we talked about consistency. We talked about the the webinar, the live stream. You can uh, probably get more people to show up if you create an event page and let people RSVP for it. Kind of reminds them and all that stuff. It's really cool. If you want to see the playback of my live stream that I did where I share 12 common mistakes that many podcasters make, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash mistakes. Check out Archive 81, totally awesome podcast. And let them know that you heard about it from Podcast Answer Man. That, that's awesome. And then, of course, the, the message from Asa, just a reminder that people might be out there listening to you for years and you never hear from them. The fact that people could be listening to your show and they're not even interested in what your show is about. They're just interested as in you and the way that you communicate, the way that you share your life. Be positive, be upbeat, be an encourager. It goes a long way, my friends. And then, of course, you know, I, you know, I want to continue to keep it real. I want to continue to share when things are a struggle. I don't want you to think that Cliff Ravenscraft has made all of his mistakes and now he's just got it all together. You know what? I, I, there are still struggles even at this point in the journey. And I really believe that by sharing what I shared with you today, I don't think that it's actually going to have a negative impact on whether or not people would hire me, even for mentoring and coaching and stuff like that. The reality is, is that these are things that happens. And by the way, this is something I know of, of being an entrepreneur. There are ups and downs and you need an ebbs and flow and the and stuff like that. And, and sure, there are some people that seem like they got it together all the time, but I'm wondering if they do. I'm wondering if some of them just don't share about some of their financial downtimes. So anyway, 
good stuff here, I think. I'm I'm happy with what I've created for you. I hope that you are. If you are, let me know. Head over to podcastanswerman.com slash 461. Go to podcastanswerman.com slash 461. Leave me a comment. Let me know if anything in this episode was of value to you. And if you've been out there lurking for years and you've never yet let me know that you're out there, podcastanswerman.com slash 461. Let me know in the comments. Or if it's been more than 30 days, if the comments are closed, you can always email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. And a reminder, my next session of Podcasting A to Z starts up in Monday, October 3rd. I would love to work with you. Head over to podcastinga2z.com. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level.